0: Welcome to some more light-hearted listening. We're hoping that you'll enjoy it no matter whether you're listening to pass the long hours of quarantine or whether that's all blown over and it's a distant memory.
1: We've actually expanded the brief little bit.
0: We're going beyond the theme of just dating to cover all the other awkward tales of life.
1: And we're collecting those stories from you, our lovely listeners. We'll let you know how you can do that at the end of this episode. And if you listen through to the end of the credits... We've included some of our favourite listener stories so far.
0: I realised that I needed to get myself out of this situation.
1: Uncontrollable giggles. He's lying down in the bed that he paid in.
0: In this episode, we're following the theme of the swimming pool.
1: And we've actually got a couple of stories in this episode. Let's just dive straight in.
0: This story comes from our friend Alice, who you may remember from an earlier episode.
1: She actually shared this story with us on a trip to the beach. Uh, We were swimming in the sea and Alice said to me, oh, it's so nice to swim in the sea because I can't go to swimming pools anymore. And you're about to find out why. I'll just say that when she told me the story, we were treading water at the time. I nearly drowned from laughing. I hope it has the same effect on you. Take away, Alice.
2: Last year I was trying to start to be more healthy and fit and as part of that I decided I would go swimming one morning a week before work. My first time going swimming, early in the morning, they had a little aqua joggers lane and then a slow lane, a medium lane and a fast lane and because I'm a very slow swimmer I thought I'll go in the slow lane, I'll be safe enough. So I'm doing my little breaststroke up and down the pool, thinking it's all going to be good. And all of a sudden, I'm just underwater. This, like, force has kind of come down in my head. I'm just completely submerged. So I was in the deep end of the pool, so I couldn't even stand. I pop back up again, spluttering, probably looking really shocked. And this old man had been doing backstroke and had just completely swum over me, not even slowed down. He was way down the lane and I'm just there coming back up wondering what had just happened. All of the aqua joggers in the next lane found it hilarious. They were absolutely cracking up at me. I'd only done a couple of laps at this point. I thought, well, you know, it's an easy mistake to make. You know, he was in his groove. Maybe he just was having a swim and he didn't realise I was there. But he won't do it again. Surely he wouldn't do it again. He'll be more careful after this and I'll be watching out for him as well. So I did a couple more laps. And I thought I was watching out for him, but it turns out he was quite a lot faster than I was. (laughs) Because the next thing I feel is I'm just straight underwater again. And at this point, I think I was a bit more prepared. So I managed to like kind of jump up again and go, oh my God. And he still didn't really slow, but he did shout sorry. But again, he didn't sound sorry. He sounded completely unconcerned at the whole situation. He was on a mission. <laughs> he just kept going. He genuinely looked about 80, which was just really embarrassing because I was like, I can't just yell at this old man. He didn't have that much time left to swim, so he was just doing it. Oh my gosh, this is not a safe place to be. I'm getting out of here.
1: It's just such a good example of, I don't know, trying to save face in a really terrible situation that he swims over her once and she's like, "Okay, that was a bit annoying. I'll let it slide. And then he just does it again. And then she's all ready to just, you know, tell him what for. And then just sees that he's a really frail old man, although not that frail, incredibly powerful, it seems
0: strong, very strong,
1: very strong. I also love the image of the aqua joggers in the lane next door pausing their class to have a good old laugh at Alice's expense.
0: I think it's great that we have witnesses to these awkward moments as well in our lives and they can derive some sort of sick pleasure from us having to experience them. I think it's great.
1: And the next story takes us to the more exotic shores of a European getaway.
3: Uh, I'm just trying to remember. What one? So you oh, yeah, Spain.
0: What can I say about Lucy? Lucy is a dear old friend of mine. And this is another story that she's told me over the years that I've always found incredibly funny. And I think I've even retold the story to other people as well. So take it away, Lucy.
3: my friend and I visited Valencia in Spain together for a long weekend. We had done sort of all the usual touristy things around the old town centre and we'd had some kind of paella and all the like nice foods of the area and on the second day we were there we went to the beach and I got incredibly sunburnt. That night, I just turned into an absolute beetroot. It was like my whole body was lit. It was so bad. But we'd already booked the water park trip, so there was no going back. This water park one of those big, sort of early European water parks, so quite keen to experience that. So, on the way to this water park, We stopped in at a department store to get some moisturiser because I just thought I need to keep hydrated. Looking down the aisle, there were all these different bottles of things and they all kind of looked the same. I could make the brands out, um, like the Dove and Johnson and Johnson and things like that, but couldn't really decipher what the names were. But because I knew the brand and I think I read something about moisture, I could sort of understand that word, so I just thought, oh, yeah that'll be moisturiser, it wasn't like expensive, so I got a really big bottle of it, then went on the bus to get to this water park. And I just put it all over my body, um, put it on my face, moisturised everywhere, and then put sun cream on over the top of that. Sort of thought, oh, it's a different smell and stuff, and I was like, oh, but it's probably just for a different market in Spain, like, it'll be fine, and it was white, and like how I'm used to um, moisturiser being. We started going on all of the rides, like down the big slides and into the like splash pools and doing all these different things and it was heaps of fun. But by about the second round, my eyes were really stinging. Maybe it's the sun or I've got heat stroke or something from yesterday. Couldn't figure it out. So I kept going and then another kind of half hour passes and I was like, I just can't go on. My eyes are absolutely killing me. They just feel bloodshot and watery, I can't even keep them open. So I said, look, I'm gonna go down to the nurse down at the first aid area and maybe they've got some eye drops. That didn't really help. Just sore all day and I just felt really bad for my friend because I just kept complaining about it. So I just sort of toughened up and we just got on with it. I think we'd been there like three or four hours and we thought, oh, we better head back. And we went into the changing rooms put my hands in the basin and started splashing my face and noticed that the water had started to lather up. Finally, the penny dropped that I'd actually bought a body wash instead of moisturiser and I'd been rubbing it all over my very burnt body and stinging my raw, raw skin.
0: I think What's great about this story to me is travelling is another situation where you really don't know what you've gotten yourself into. You're buying things and maybe it's poison, maybe it's sun cream, maybe it's soap, maybe it's edible. You don't really know, but you're just going to have to try and find a way through.
1: And you've kind of looked something up and thought, oh, I really want to do that. And you'll do it at any expense, even if you're absolutely crusty red from the day before of sunburn, you have committed to going to a water park and so you're going and Lucy just sees it through even though, you know, it's probably not the best idea. I also wonder whether she was leaving a bit of a trail of lava behind her because she was doing all these water slides and splashing and she was covered in, in basically bubble bath. Yeah, I just wonder if the kids going in the slides behind her were like, ooh, (laughs) it's a bit slippy and foamy down here. In a way, it's not that surprising that we had so many stories coming in about awkward encounters in the swimming pool. I mean, it is just absolutely ripe for embarrassment. You're in a space where you're wearing way less than you would usually feel comfortable around that many strangers. And there's just so much that can go wrong. And uh, yeah, we were just thinking, if you're listening to this and you're thinking it's reminding you of a similar encounter you've had, we'd love to hear from you, so please do get in touch.
0: You can find the details on our website, www.swipeleftswipeleft.com. Thanks for listening. If you like this podcast, please tell a friend. You can rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or whatever podcasting app you're using to listen to this now. inviting people to leave us voicemails so if you're looking for something to pass those long hours of quarantine pick up your phone and share with us a true story now
1: you can check our website swipe left swipe left.com for details on how to do that and just remember when you're leaving a voice note on the number given you've got to put in the plus four four otherwise it won't work
0: remember an embarrassment shared is an embarrassment halved
4: I think this story had better be anonymous because it's just too embarrassing, but it still makes me laugh.
1: Thank you so much to everyone that sent us a story through our website, our inbox, or through our voicemail service. We're really enjoying listening and reading through your stories. So much so that we've decided at the end of each episode we will include one, so enjoy. I'm on the bus coming home
4: and I've been out for the evening. I think I've possibly had a curry. Anyway, I'm sitting on the bus. There's two women in front of me. It's quite late. And I let out what I think is a sort of quiet, discreet little fart. But I realised very quickly that it's the most revolting, deadly, unspeakable smell. So I'm sitting there feeling slightly embarrassed by this, and then the, the woman in front of me turns to her neighbour and says, Oh, my God, what's that smell? (laughs) Did you do that to the neighbour? And the neighbour looks at her and says, No, I didn't. God, was that you? How revolting. And then they both turn round and look at me, and I'm sitting there thinking, Oh, my God. So I turn round to try and deflect it onto somebody else, and I realise there's nobody else on the bus, so I'm shamed. So I just start to laugh And I just couldn't stop laughing. It was kind of uncontrollable giggles,
0: and I had to get off the bus.